0: Welcome back, Crusaders, to the Nerd Crusade Podcast. This is episode 43. This episode, we're going to be talking about a few TV shows uh, that just came out and the finale of the Goosebumps uh, TV show. Uh, it's going to be probably a little bit shorter this week because uh, uh, Courtney went on vacation and I got a new job where it requires me to work a lot more than I did before, so I can not just sit around and watch TV all the time now. But uh, anyway, uh, let's talk about Goosebumps first. Uh, mm-hmm. This was the season finale. Uh, we finally got the backstory behind Slappy and basically the magician uh, who was stuck in his body called Kandu, which was apparently this, one of the magic wars that saved the dude's life. But basically, it looked like he was a World War One soldier, right? No, or was that World War II? No,
1: It This wasn't any of the world wars. So this uh, we first see him fighting in the War of...
0: 1879.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, which was the British and I forget the other, uh, country were fighting. Um, but I don't that's what, no. Oh, <laughs> well, that's what
0: this was. So, okay. So it wasn't a world war. It, was it wasn't no war 1879 with against Britain, Britain, Great Britain versus somebody.
1: Yeah. Which I forget <clears throat> who exactly off the top of my head. They don't say it in, in goosebumps, but, uh, looking at, up that's that war.
0: Okay, so that makes sense when he says we're in a country we didn't belong in, fighting for something that wasn't ours. Yes, because I think, well, it's World War One. that's not what World War I was fought over. But well, I like,
1: also, World War One wasn't 1879.
0: Yeah, I, I was moving about, so I didn't catch the the uh, year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> so he was basically a soldier in this war who got shot in a trench and then blown into some ancient temple. And saw some writing on a wall, read it, uh, ended up saving his life.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then he ended up studying all the inscriptions on the wall, which was basically an inscription for some great ritual um, to bring back all types of different monsters and everything from the past. Yeah,
1: monsters, spirits, ghosts.
0: Uh, all the horrors and nightmares that man could think of or yeah. ever written about. Um, Basically... It's kinda of, it's kind of interesting because I was also like when he, once he explained what everything was, it was like, Oh, let him win, please, so then we can you know, like, we'll have more reasons to have more episodes.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um so after he saves his own life by bringing this uh incantation, um it jumps to eighteen eighty five, if I wanna say or 89 uh but it jumps ahead and he's in new york and he's at this rundown carnival which is run by a man who create or makes dummies
0: out of coffin wood
1: uh yes out of coffin wood he says it gives him a unique smell and
0: weird (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah, which I'm like. Well, yeah. even, even
0: that's to say, if he was digging up bodies and taking their coffins for wood, or if it was, it was like yeah, I make coffins and I also use the same wood for my puppets.
1: Yeah, and it's the gr- and he was the great grandfather of Justin Long's character. Uh, so uh, he makes a deal with uh, the magician. Can do. Can do. He so Can do and him make a deal. And a year later, Candu is cashing in on that deal. And he's turning everyone in his carnival into the giant puppets that we've been seeing throughout the show. And that really fix out, freaks out the great-grandfather. As it has
0: everyone in that family that's seen a vision of what was to come. Yeah. So he then turns on Candu, and basically... Uh, the puppet that Candu like impressed him with when they first met, and he made come to life. He was Slappy, and the guy made Slappy finished it to give it, it to Candu as a gift. And then, uh, while Candu's back was turned, he read an incantation, or at least tried to, and actually finished it uh, in his dying breath. His Candu uh, started stabbing us as he started talking, um, but basically put Candu's soul into Slappy to stop him.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so, and that's all within the first five minutes. Yeah. So it's like a very violent, quick five minutes. And it was pretty good storytelling. Yeah, because
0: you know who the dude in the coffin was and why Slappy wanted to get, find this coffin. Yeah. We know who Slappy is, what his background is. Um, and we at the beginning, you don't know necessarily why he's doing this ritual. He explains it at the end. But um, we get to the origin stories of Slappy and kind of understand all that. Yeah. Uh, We already knew that Slappy was just a vessel for the soul because he got out of the coffin and walked away.
1: Yep, at the end of last episode.
0: So um, now that he's free and running around this uh, Forks, Washington area
1: Forks, Washington. (laughs)
0: Um, the kids are back in Seattle.
1: Except for except Lucas. Except for Lucas
0: who ran home because he got scared at a Seattle party and didn't know. Because he's a bitch. Yeah, he's, he's, a bi- he's just a bitch. That's basically <laughs> what he was. He's like, I don't like Seattle people. They're not our people. I gotta go back to my small town. Yeah. Um,
1: And you should move here. Yeah, we're a little bit bitter about that because
0: where we grew where not where we grew but where we went to college at in Washington was near a bunch of small towns. And the uh, community college we went to, there are a lot of people there that are like, Seattle's such a big city. I could never imagine going there. The same mentality yeah. these town folks like, of uh, Meredith's dad. Yes. Like, I can't go to Seattle. I have a job here. It's like Seattle will pay you better. You dumb fuck.
2: Yeah. Like
0: you should go to Seattle. Your guidance counselor. Like you, you get can paid guide more. children
1: better there. <laughs>
0: The fact that Lucas is like, oh, I can't, you can't move here. And like, I don't like these people and just runs away at a party. Yeah. So the kids wake up the next morning. They all, all of them, Meredith, know that like Lucas is sick because he texted everybody but her.
1: Because he's a bitch.
0: Yep. Um, But when he gets back home, see his mom, apparently his dad showed up. Yes. And his dad tries to explain, oh, you know, it was a witness protection program. I was a witness. They had to hide me. I'm like. Witness protection programs, they take they take your whole family with you, usually. Because
1: yeah, they know oh, you have a family, we could get to you through your family. Yeah. So the whole family gets hidden away.
0: And this is kind of what ties into, I guess, the what we're not seeing in how can do is turning people into puppets. He's not just reading saying magic words and boom, they're puppets. He's showing them a full illusion and if they fall for it then they become the puppet. Yeah. And so basically Lucas falls for it, embraces his dad because mom's like, oh yeah, he told me all about it. And like, it's fine. It's fine. Braces his dad, find, sees that it's can do. And then boom, turns into a puppet. Yeah. Um. So like when they turned the jock's father into a puppet at the end of the last episode, he showed that father, his father, like some type of illusion that we didn't get to see. Yep.
1: Yeah, and he, and it, you have to agree with that illusion.
0: Yeah. Cause when the kids get home, uh, they all get dropped off to their respective houses uh, the one jock kid, like, confesses his love for Meredith. It says, oh, just think about it, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. He goes he home. He does the
1: right way of, like, confess your love. It's yeah. like, it's up to you, but here it is. Like, I just want
0: to give us a chance, that type of stuff. It didn't yeah. seem like he was also like, oh, you can't go to Seattle because I, I, I want to, I have feelings for you. It's more like, I can see him, like, offering, like, yeah, go to Seattle. We'll have a long distance. I'll just drive out there during the weekends or some shit. Yeah. Um, so... He kind of confesses his love to her, he, and then they kind of go home for her to think about it. When he gets home, there's a scout there from uh, UW. UW who's like, oh, yeah, he's going to give you a full scholarship because we watched all your tapes. And, and the kid's like, well, what if I don't want to play football? And immediately the scout's like, oh, that's not a problem. You'll still, you're still you have scholarship, a scholarship. Scholarship's still good.
1: Which is like It's like that's bullshit. bullshit.
0: And that's when he's about to sign for it. He looks at the pen. I don't and I don't see what the pen is.
1: The pen doesn't say University of
0: Washington. Okay. So yeah, because so it was blue tips- and it wasn't the color of UW anyway. Yeah. But that tips him off to where he he doesn't sign the paperwork. Yeah. And then we see Meredith at her house with some, somehow her mom's there, which technically I guess she was. No, she,
1: she was not.
0: Because she was in the tower though. She
1: was not in the tower.
0: She was when they all came back from being puppets. She was standing next to her husband. So I'm like, why that. is she there? She shouldn't have been there, because she wasn't that she was in the house with them during the illusion. But she was in the tower later on. Okay. Anyway, her mom's there saying, "Oh, I left after you, did. I got here before you." Somehow, to confess that her and her dad are going to like
1: try to work, things try work out.
0: it out. And then that's when the jock guy comes in. and Says, "No, it's fake. Run away. Leave."
1: Yep, and she turns back to look at her parents and sees uh, uh, can do can do, and, and her dad is a puppet. puppet that yeah
0: yeah that's why it's weird that at the end when the parents are in the spire she's standing there like oh why she's... is she there that was her. no it's her so um what ends up happening then is also like their gay friend like the guy that he had a crush on is like oh take me to prom type of thing um and he runs away from him yeah <laughs> and then uh him and Izzy go and pick up Meredith and the jock guy. Like, oh, someone's some weird going. We got to go find Lucas. And then they have this weird moment where they're like, oh, yeah, Izzy, Izzy told me that, like, something weird was going on. And they're like, Izzy, how did you know something was up? She's like, oh, yeah, because my mom said it's nice to see you. And like, what oh, was that? It? It's like, yeah. It's like, yeah, her mom's an asshole. Her mom doesn't say yeah. anything nice to her ever from what her we've seen. Mean, yeah. So, like, her mom being cordial in any fashion would totally tip her, to off. her
1: off. and be like, nope.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So they're running off. They go to like Nora's like little shack snack snack shack, and they see Lucas take off on a motorcycle. So they go and follow him. Who then he goes to the school, and that's where we find that apparently during this weekend of them being in Vegas and Candy Vegas. Tur- not Vegas but being in Seattle, Candy turned the entire town into puppets and they built a spire.
1: In a weekend, in a
0: weekend, at fifty thousand the, people, yeah.
1: Which I'm like, uh, how'd you do this magic
0: voodoo shit? Yeah. That's fucking impressive. Um, this is where like they get captured, and Candu explains this whole plan because he thinks, because of what they've been through, uh, they'll understand and sympathize with his with his plan, which is, uh, it's basically the concept of like, man is so evil that he man needs, um, needs something. Supernatural, something way more powerful than we are, in order to unite, unify us to fight against a a greater a common enemy, common common enemy or a greater evil. So he's all doing this for the greater good, which is kind of weird because it's like he found he gets knocked into the that temple, reads an inscription, sees that it healed him, he lives forever. He doesn't have to do anything after that and just decides. Cool, I'm going to study all this, do this description, I'm going to release monsters into the world so there's a common enemy, so man will unite and fight that, Yeah. and no, there will be no more wars ever. Yeah. Cause it's like, dude, the, you weren't even in the Great War. Well, <laughs> like, the in the
1: flashback, it uh, shows him talking to one of the other soldiers or uh, commanders and he was saying,
0: like, he going to oh, retreat.
1: Yeah, we need a retreat. We don't belong here. This isn't
0: right. Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to lose any more men tonight. We're retreating. on the other soldier, other officers do no, we got to stand our ground. Yeah, and that's when the attack happened. That basically killed him, but he saved his life by reading that incantation.
1: Yeah. So the so- kids get captured. He shows them his past, trying to gain sympathy from them so they'll be on his side, like Justin Long did.
0: Well, yeah. kind of, we don't know well just long did before the deal like being famous yeah which is like everybody in his family has always made this deal with Candu to do that where the kids are like no dude because of what we went through we know what you're doing is evil why the fuck would we agree with you mm-hmm. um, so he's ready just to kill them and like every evil villain leaves and let, like sends his minion to do it which is this the, the head poodle dog. the hellhound poodle which just along ends up braining Brainy's. it with, yeah. a, with a pen yeah um, to save him, and I guess like because he, ha- Justin Long's character has all the journals of uh, his family and whatnot, um, so that's how he knows the whole backstory as well. I'm guessing since they had the had Can do spell book, they found a spell in there to make Justin Long look like his great great ancestor. Yes, to trick Can do and thinking that
1: I thought that was a great scene where they come up with the idea. Yeah, because they don't say that. Oh, Justin so Long! We're going to do a yeah. So we're just going to gonna
0: bring somebody back from the dead.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> then it cuts to the scene where we see the great grandfather go up, walk out of the tent, go to Kandu,
0: and yeah, make him think that they're going to all work together to stop him. But he says like, no, no, no. I'm yeah, here. and you see,
1: and you see him light the spire, and yeah. everything goes up in flames. Which I'm like, oh, that's a cool dark shit. Yeah, because I was like, Let's oh, cool. Do that.
0: This is working because they are definitely not surviving that. That yeah. thing was on fire. Immediately. Nobody's getting out of there. There's no way you're saving anybody with fire. But it turned out that was all just kind of an illusion to buy them some time to kind of try, turn Candu into a puppet so they can try and find the spell that would reverse his healing. And it's the Goosebumps logic of find the spell, read it backwards. And then it'll undo everything, and he'll die. Yeah. Like, like he was supposed to from a bullet wound in the war. Um, So Candu like, gets out of his puppet form and says, yeah, those spells won't work on me, whatnot. And they threaten to burn the book, thinking that, that he needs that. He's like, dude, I wrote the book. I know everything in it. Yeah. And then, basically, it's about to go start and light the spire himself to start this ritual. Yep. Um,
1: and, like, he sends us that smoky ember that, thing yeah, to bind everybody yeah
0: but lucas gets well, not lucas but the jock guy gets out of it because the book is magic and i guess he breaks the binds with that yep freeze meredith
1: tells her to find the find sp- the
0: spell because they notice like madonna something um so yes has, she has to look through the book for that while well, he tackles can do to stop him from lighting, lighting. the spider yeah uh, she finds the spell, reads it. can do, reverts back to what he looked like in the war. His bullet wound comes back, and then war soldiers from his war uh, rise from the gr- from the ground or grave, basically, tackle him to pull him back in back to hell or wherever they're they're from. Yeah. But in the process, he starts shooting bullets wildly at his at, at his ghost attackers. But then points the gun at Meredith, fires, and the jock jumps in front of it and gets shot. Yeah. Um, considering, like, one of them, one of the kid's parents, like, Izzy's mom was, like, the head doctor. Well, she's the head doctor at a, a psycho ward, though. Yeah. But, like, the whole town's supposedly there, right? There's gotta be a med- at least a medical professional that can handle a bullet wound to the gut. It wasn't like it was it's the to chest. Fair,
1: though, they were all just standing there, so they don't really have their equipment.
0: True, but they got him to the hospital at least enough to where, like, To oh,
1: stable him the- until he dies.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but it's also, Spoiler. like, he wasn't shot in the chest. He wasn't, he shot in the gut and on the side. So maybe like through the liver or something like that. Yeah. They could save his life. I'm like, that's not a death wound. Like, I think you could save his life.
1: Yeah.
0: And they literally come out and say, oh, was a hard to tell parents. And I thought, okay, he died on the operating table, right? It's like, yeah. no. Um, all we can do is make him comfortable. He's going to die.
2: Yeah. Which I've never heard that from a
0: bullet wound. Like, guess what? We can't do anything. You're just going to die. Like, I don't know, five, ten minutes. But
1: I feel like since (laughs) he was a black kid, they're like, oh, darn, we can't do anything. If he was a white kid, they're like,
0: oh, let's go. Yeah, if it was Lucas. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, it's interesting to see in this scene while they're all in the hospital waiting for it. Nora's blaming the parents saying that they did this. Justin Long is blaming himself because he knows he's the reason why the kid got shot. Because he went and got slappy and made this new deal. Uh, to finish this stupid book. Um, Lucas clearly is like, yeah, he jumped in front of the bullet to save Meredith. I didn't do that. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> um. So Meredith goes into his room, is telling him that like she really does want to give their uh, relationship a chance. Because um, she hears the doctor tell the parents, like, yeah, we can only make him comfortable. There's nothing we can do for him. <laughs> and, of course, she... Still
1: has the book.
0: Well, I thought she had a memoir. Well, so she to. had a book. So she says the spell again in the correct order uh, order, and brings him back to life. So yeah. I'm like, wow, that guy's going to live forever. Well,
1: after and he flatlined. After he
0: flatlined. It's like, wow, that guy's going to live forever. You just fucked him, dude. <laughs> what the hell?
1: Yeah. And then the very last scene, we see Justin Long
0: walking into the
1: bathroom crying.
0: And washing his face off. like Because he's, he's still struggling. Nobody... So far, nobody knows that he, the kid's alive, because this just happened. It was a small scene between Meredith and him. Uh, so Justin longs in the bathroom, washing his face, like you said. He's feeling the guilt. Looks up in the mirror and sees Candy, and all he says is, "Oh man, not again."
1: Yeah, and then cut to black.
0: Yeah, it was like end a season. Which is like okay, her using the spell like means Candy can come back.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then we'll get to see how they integrate more of, like, the Goosebumps horror stories into it, because what you were saying is that, like, the descriptions on all the walls in that temple were, like, all the different, all different spells that bring something back.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Some type of monster. So that means, like, we'll have, like, Monster Blood, um, the Were-Rabbit, all, like, the other Goosebumps stories. Yeah. They'll probably bring back. It'd be interesting to see if season two they do the same thing, where, like, this was ten episodes... And what eight of those episodes were integrations of other stories, mm-hmm. uh, brought into one storyline. The season two will like bring in another eight separate books. Yeah, blend them together to tell us another story. Well, that's line.
1: if they get a season two. I don't know if that's slated for. Uh, yeah, we, season yeah, two. I
0: don't know. Actually, with streaming stuff, especially on of this so season, we never know how, how successful it is. Um, cause like only one of our friends that we ever talked to has been like, oh yeah, I'm watching Goosebumps too. I was like, okay, yeah. cool. So people are watching it. Um, but we have no idea how many or how many people think it's good or thought it was lame or whatnot. Yeah. I think for like a, a, teen, a, a teen, like horror yeah. youth TV show made for, uh, teenagers or young adults, this follows the spirits of the books very well. Cause the books were not adult horror books they were young adult horror
2: yeah which
0: weren't gory which weren't like super creepy or give you nightmare stuff
2: Gore, yeah
0: like they you're usually like something silly solved the problem at the end but it was like some re- some weird thing that was supernatural affecting the main character yes and this show fit that perfectly instead of mm-hmm. being i like the fact that instead of being like a monster of the week show like the original goosebumps was where it was just
1: and you follow a different group of kids.
0: Yeah, it was just short stories, short, shortened versions of the books With uh, every week. This was a story arc mm-hmm. that combined everything, which kind of made it new and more fresh. Um, so, I definitely like season one. I would watch season two, whether they, uh, hopefully they make one. I don't know what Disney uh, feels uh, about that. Um, but hopefully they did well enough that they get it. I mean, it was way better than the Haunted Mansion movie that they
1: Oh, made. 100%. And I love the uh, makeup design for the people puppets.
0: Yeah. were really
1: done really well
0: too. Yeah. Cause like the shininess on their face was done really well to make them yeah, actually yeah. look like wooden like puppets.
1: Yeah. But I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Uh, so go ahead, give it a full watch all episodes out so you can just sit down and binge watch the whole thing. Uh Yeah.
0: Yeah, so the next show, we'll talk about two new shows that came out this week that we'll be following. Then next week we'll catch up on everything else. Um, first being uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yes. Uh, the animated series came out on Netflix last Friday. The great thing about this, and the like, kind of the cool thing, i kind of luring a lot of people back into it, like people who saw the movie and like maybe who really liked it, our fans are definitely going to be jumping in to watch this. People who... Um, just maybe casually like the movie. Uh, a good thing that pulled them back was that they got the entire original cast from uh, the Edgar uh, Wright film mm-hmm. back to voice all the characters. Um, and then this version of it is following. I, I would assume the manga, yes, uh, not More necessarily so. the movie. Like it, there's definitely scenes in here that are like that's the movie scene, but they did it a little bit different mm-hmm. uh, that are right here and like this the story plays out almost the same beats as the movie. Uh, cause there's like a little longer scenes or shorter scenes or something. So a little bit different. That's clearly from the manga. Um, we've both only watched the first episode of it. I believe it's like eight or 10 episodes, eight episodes, eight episodes. It's all out on Netflix. Now we'll can't, we'll give you a full catch up on that. Uh, next week, after you we've watched it all. um, but so far, pretty good. It's mm-hmm. uh, I was I
1: like the animation.
0: The animation's good, and it uh, it does throw in some of those video game references. Yes, because uh, the fight scene was like in like a pixel two D thing. Yeah. At one point, <clears throat> um, some major differences is the green cast back is great, except they're all older. Yes. So like Michael Sarah in the movie kind of had more of a high pitched young young boyish voice. And uh until like he got his confidence at the end of the story. Scott sounds confident already. Well, not even confident, it's like his voice is already much deeper. Yeah. To the point where it doesn't sound like Michael Sarah did in the movie at all.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But it is Michael Sarah. Like you listen to it along as you're like, okay, that is Michael Sarah's voice. Um, but it's more like the last of us, Michael Sarah, who's the asshole <laughs> <laughs> and not the boyish like nerdy uh, introvert Michael Sarah from like Arrested Development or Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. <clears throat> and even Ramona, like it is definitely the same actress, but she sounds, you all can just tell that she sounds older and more mature. Yes. Um, same thing with uh, Kieran Culkin, who plays Luke, uh, not Lucas, um, Linus is the, is. Oh,
1: yes. The, the... gay,
0: the gay. Uh, no, roommate. Wallace. Wallace, Wallace. I'm sorry, it was Wallace. He plays Wallace, who is the gay roommate. His voice sounds even deeper as well, too. Oh
2: yeah.
0: Um, other than that, the only other big difference is, and what we, you kind of assume, make the assumption of, like the music is is still good, but you're saying you're saying like it sounded like it was more for this the current generation, yes. of today than it was for us when this movie was made. What? 2009 yeah yeah i think we saw when we lived in canada
1: yeah mm, yeah maybe i can't remember yeah. so uh, er, late late 2000s early 10s
0: yeah ish late aughts early 10s yeah um because the movie's music is really good and we really enjoy it but it has like a stereo hi-fi sound to it yes um which the only way i can describe that. Is it sounds like old records or stereo music that we use? I used to listen to back in like the early eighties and stuff when everything came on a record. That's how the music sounds in the fr- in the movie. Mm-hmm. This is a little bit more like almost Teen Titans Japanese pop rock.
1: Yeah, it's very crisp. It's not yeah. like raw or anything either.
0: Yeah, because that's one of the things with that was so great is when Sex Bob-Bomb played and they had all their music uh, kind of battles. You had that kind of, like, live, gritty, like, super hot mic feel to the music in the Mm -hmm. movie. Where here, it doesn't sound like that at all.
1: it's way too crisp.
0: Yeah. Um, And, like, so the uh, major difference is, like, I was hoping to see what their animated version of Crash and the Boys would look like. Yeah. But they did, but there were just no-shows to the event instead. Yeah. Yeah. it's funny, because they sell those beats, so while you're watching it, it's just we had just watched the movie, recently, so I'm like sitting there looking like, okay, when's he going to slap him so we got play loud now? It's like, oh, he doesn't yeah. say that line, because the same things are happening, but the crash of the boys different. aren't there, right? Yeah. Um, and the first episode ends on the Matthew Patel fight, ends in a, in a cliffhanger that's very different than what you would expect, because it doesn't go by what the movie does. Mm-hmm. I'll have to watch the other episode to see how that plays out. Um, but so far very very good
1: very fun very
0: fun definitely enjoy it like i said the music's definitely different and i think it's because the first movie or the movie was made with like our generation of mine like yes. people out of that aren't just out of high school that were definitely
1: in college or early 20s. Like early
0: mid-20s <laughs> living life on their own that's what the story still is, but I think it's true for the demographic of today's group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, what look because it's over ten years later, so it's another yes. generation in that si- situation and not us anymore.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think the music is more appealing to that crowd than it necessarily is to us. It's still good. It's just if I was going to pick a soundtrack to listen to, I'd listen to the movie soundtrack versus this one.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: <clears throat> um. But I'm glad you enjoyed it, because uh, you, you watched the first episode as well. I thought it was really good. Yes. I'm excited to see uh, Chris Evans in there. I'm excited to see uh, <laughs> Brie Larson as uh, MV. Yes. Um, the dude that played Superman uh, back in the in the base battle.
1: Oh yes, yes, yes.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see how everything flows. Um, it is kind of cool because it does look like we're getting a little bit more background on the Evil League because you're seeing Gideon planning everything. Yeah. Oh, uh, which we so didn't get, get any of that in the yeah, movie. Yeah, so you're
1: getting more of that. And then I think you're going to get more of Ramona and her evil ex's backgrounds too, which yeah. really nice.
0: Um, maybe we'll get more of Scott's background. background
1: yeah, which will be cool. Because so far, like this first episode, like Knives is barely in there. And they yeah. keep saying like, oh, your girlfriend Knives. And you're like... Yes. Because you don't see her like ever. And
0: Scott's like... Is she my girlfriend? I don't think she's my girlfriend. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even, even consider them seriously dating, where in the movie, it was, yes, I'm dating a high schooler.
1: Yeah, he was all like, following... He was,
0: he was proud about that for until everybody told him how fucking stupid he was. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, it's definitely, it's definitely worth watching because it's going to be different from the movie. Yeah. But there's definitely going to be key nods to how the movie was shot because the scene on the couch in the opening credits of the movie it's not done the same, but that scene is still there. Yes. Um, which is why it also kind of feels weird, because it's not the same song playing. Yeah. <laughs> but, couch and young Neil on the couch, watching them play their music, is definitely there. And I would say the cartoon version of Scott Pilgrim rocking out on his bass looks way better than Michael Sarah doing it in the movie. Yeah. It's so ridiculous, even though he learned how to play bass for those uh, scenes. It's like, You don't look like a bass player. You just look weird. Yeah, the
1: animated Scott Pilgrim playing bass, he's more animated and, like, really into the music, too.
0: Yeah. Um, So, anyway, that's Scott Pilgrim. Great show on Netflix. All the episodes are out now, so watch that as you can. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Uh, Other great show that came out, uh, which came out with three episodes, but we've only ever watched the first one so far, and we'll catch up on all that later, this week is... Um, Mar- Monarch that's on Apple TV. Yes. This is a deeper dive into the Godzilla universe that was created back in 2015. Yes. 15 or 16? With Godzilla and then, uh, Skull Island, King of the Monsters, and, and then Kong versus Godzilla. This is that universe, but this is kind of th- shown through the eyes of Monarch and through, um, also, part of the eyes of just like people who survived some of the events that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, this also is a story that's jumping through time. The special effects in it are great, they look just as good as they did in all those movies. Um, it's really cool that you, got, you get to actually see the full spider from the yes, Bambi Force. Yeah, that was and, really
1: and, interesting.
0: In uh, Skull Island.
1: And it's so creepy, too. Yeah,
0: because it starts with John Goodman, which is great they got him back to play that role. I was
1: shocked they were able to get him back. Yeah, I hope
0: Ken Watanabe is in it as well.
1: Yes, for um, like one of the flashback uh, scenes. That would be amazing. Yeah,
0: or something that happens in between because...
1: It's like, come on, Apple, I know you got the money.
0: You got where, it. Where the first episode is right now, we're jumping through different time periods but we're our modern day time period is after the events in san francisco but before yep. king of the monsters but when it starts off you have john goodman running through the woods and if you've seen skull island you know okay it's the spot the spider is it kong chasing him Oh wait, no maybe it's the spider thing chasing him yeah and it turns out it is the spider thing he runs out of the woods onto like a rocky shore and he, has, he was recording a video that sounded like he was recording it for his son or something. Yeah. About, in the uh, case
1: of his death. Yeah, in
0: case of his death. Like, hey, if you're seeing this, I'm probably dead, but maybe I can leave you a legacy. Uh, and then he takes this bag and says he thinks he's going to die because the spider like, comes out of the woods and is going to run down at him. Uh, he chucks it into the water. Luckily for him giant rock crab appears yeah (laughs) and fights the spider and both the crab and the spider fall into the ocean yeah uh narrowly dodging john goodman and he survives and then basically lives on to see what happens in uh skull Skull island Island, where where he he does die (laughs) yeah so this bag is floating off into the water Eventually a Japanese trawler uh picks up a fishing boat. Fishing boat is picking up its nets and they find a fisherman finds this bag. Yeah, but the nets. they find
1: it uh in
0: nineteen seventy so, something. Yeah, nineteen seventy something. Um <clears throat> then it cuts to like two thousand sixteen, uh right after not not necessarily right after, but after the Godzilla attack in San Francisco. Mm hmm. And the world of the world's view of it, uh, as this woman is traveling to Japan, is Japanese. Or the Japanese cab driver is telling her, "Like, oh, it's a hoax. do the whole thing with CGI." I have a podcast. Listen to it. Yeah. So it's like, okay, some of the world thinks Godzilla is a hoax and wasn't real. She actually was on the Golden Gate Bridge at the time.
1: Yep, in one of the buses. Yeah,
0: one of the buses, and she was actually. Getting kids out of the bus as Godzilla was destroying the bridge.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and it was this is what I thought was like really brave about, especially for Apple.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You had a bus full of children. She was getting them out. She doesn't get them all out. That bus. She got
1: f- like four, four or five four, kids out.
0: Yeah, but that bus falls, and it's very clearly that there's more kids oh, in there because
1: you hear them screaming, and yeah. you even see a couple of kids like in that in, the, do- in that doorway.
0: doorway. Yeah. So, the bus fall she fails to save some of the kids who, who are on that bus where they're trying to be evacuated um so she's traumatized and it's like because she also like as she got out of the bus was getting kids out like godzilla turns and like yeah and starts screaming and looks like it's screaming right at her so, which again is done really well like the graphics yes. on godzilla look amazing still all the monster uh animations look great and were done really really well mm-hmm. just right same quality as the movies right Um, But so she's drastically traumatized by this. And like being in Japan, we're seeing like they have set up an early warning system. They have signs for Godzilla evacuation. You have it in the airport. You have it all around town where she's going. And we kind of find out that she's going to her father's apartment.
1: Because he passed away. Because he passed away.
0: And basically she found a keychain of his in his office. And so she thinks she's there to kind of collect his effects and see what's going there. To her surprise there's a woman and her son living there and, yeah, her...
1: and her father's pictures are all over. the apartment.
0: <laughs> yeah. Apparently he had two lives. Um, yeah. never explain what was going on. Uh, we do see later on that while she was in San Francisco, he does appear mm-hmm. uh, to her in like the refugee camp, but says, Hey, you got to take care of your mother. I got to go. Doesn't explain what the hell he's talking about. And then leaves. So like, she's really resentful that he was gone most of her, her life. Uh, because doing his work, but he was also with another family. as She found out the family there. Mother doesn't really speak English and has to learn the son to translate. The son absolutely doesn't like her right from the get go. Yeah. It's like, fuck you. Who You're not my sister. You're lying. This isn't real. He's yeah. my father. Um, and it's
1: like, and she's like, no, he's my dad. I sent them on a vacation, him and my mom on a vacation to celebrate their 30 year anniversary. How long were...
0: You win in marriage, which we interact. don't give that answer to. Yeah,
1: yet. <laughs> Cause, yeah,
0: because he's like, don't talk to my mom that way. Yeah, and it's which, like... it's kind of interesting because maybe that's another like note on like Japanese culture versus American culture, where like she immediately saw what was going on and accepted that my dad was cheating on my mom and had another family.
2: Yeah,
0: and was like immediately processed that I was like, yep, he's a piece of shit. This is where he was his entire time. The son was like, no, you're a liar. You're full of shit. You're not my my half sister proved to me that my that uh my dad had was with your family yeah um and it
1: could be just two different perspectives yeah. of how people process like that type of information but also
0: clearly like he had a loving relationship with his dad even though he may not have been around and she clearly didn't have a good really uh, a great relationship with mm-hmm. him because he wasn't around um so she processed it fairly quickly and the kid is even throughout the whole episode Every time he starts hearing more things he doesn't want to hear about his father, he's like, no, you're full of shit.
1: Yeah, he just shuts it down. Yeah.
0: Um, basically, he ends up... Uh, through all this, they have uh, alarm, a Godzilla early warning system go off mm-hmm. um, as she's trying to leave. And mother and son basically grab her, take her to the shelter. Where we get her flashback of what happened to her. Yeah, and, and she why has I,
1: a panic attack,
0: like, a which panic attack. reasonable. Yeah, because, like, that girl's been through shit. And, like, the people in Japan... A Had good been. handful of them think it may be bullshit, but the government's making us do this anyway.
2: Yeah,
0: because uh, cause even the son was like almost appropriate for like, well, what happened in San Francisco? You you were there, we weren't. Like almost questioning, should, like yeah. like um, he doesn't believe what happened was real, which is understandable. I mean, when that first event happens, it only happens in that area. Yeah,
1: and well, it happens in, in San Francisco.
0: Francisco, Las Vegas. The, uh, Vegas
1: and also uh,
0: Honolulu. Honolulu, yeah. And the only thing in Japan is the awakening of, at the a reactor that is abandoned anyway. So nobody was yes. really around to see the Minuto take off and fly away.
1: Yeah. Because that was all on lockdown by Monarch.
0: Yeah. But there was the female Minuto in Vegas, Vegas that just like, tromped through everything Godzilla and Honolulu. And then everything can combining in san francisco so to the rest of the world this was an american problem some might believe yeah. it some might not the governments at least took it seriously enough that japan has an early warning system and emergency shelters that they throw everybody in there which is also kind of very reminiscent of like old godzilla movies japan always has oh godzilla's coming everybody hide. he's gonna save us yeah yeah yeah
2: Yeah.
0: um but what's really cool later on is that after the drills over they go back to the house because mom wants to have her to have tea with them because she's struggling to find out, understand what's all going on. Yeah, she understands that there was another that her husband has another life somewhere possibly, but doesn't have all the details. Because uh, she's struggling to speak English, uh, but the son takes her to the dad's office where they end up finding a safe uh, that has the monarch uh, bag from the beginning of the movie in it. The show. Yeah, or the show. <laughs> yeah, uh, they take it to his hacker friend she finds out it's encrypted uh gets a simple decryption thing off the internet and starts decoding everything little do they know is because she had put she ran through a sample online which i'm like you're a hacker you should know to download the encryption code and like then try don't yeah try your sample online it pings monarch's uh radar and so monarch knows that somebody in tokyo has some type of some of their data um they don't know where, they just know it pinpointed closest they get to is Tokyo. Yeah. So Monarch is freaking out on their side while they're going through the files and they're uh trying to learn more about what her dad's work was.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then we flash back to a different period.
1: Well, we well uh because she was also about to leave, but she sees her grandmother in it, one of the encrypted uh files. A photo of her grandmother in one of the encrypted files. That's right, yeah. And both her and the kid Kid, uh we're like yeah that's our grandma like what is she doing and she's standing in a giant footprint of godzilla's
0: we're assuming it's godzilla
1: i'm assuming it's godzilla yeah uh but during this episode it's also been cutting back
0: to the 1979 um where we see her grandmother um and another scientist and basically a security specialist who is played by Kurt Russell's son. Yes. Which is what's also really interesting here is Kurt Russell and his son are both in this, but they're both playing the same person. So basically... Which I, is
1: why you have a little identical son yeah. to like help which, play a younger version which, of you.
0: I wonder if it's... I, I really would like to know the story. Was it Kurt Russell's idea, his son's idea, or was the cast version like, his son looks exactly like he did when he was younger. So we can
1: do this Let's have him
0: play the younger version and Kurt Russell play the older version of the character. Yeah. Because they look identical, basically. Yeah. So, basically, in 1979, they're uh, not in Japan. I think they're in, like, Indonesia or something.
1: Or No. it's, oh, it's,
0: maybe it's India. Maybe it's India.
1: No, because the guy that, or the kid that they run across looks, uh, uh, uh.
0: Scandinavian, like, like, like Eastern Bloc?
1: Yeah, Eastern Bloc. So maybe Russia or something like that?
0: Something that, or maybe one of those uh, other countries that are around yeah. the area. Um, basically, they're there to investigate if their theory of underground tunnels and, like, um, titans and monsters are, are real. Mm-hmm. And they need to get evidence to bring it back, basically, to, monarch, to, like, Monarch or whatnot. So they're going into this highly radiated area, because as they're getting there, it's radiated like crazy. But then the radiation drops off. They run when they
1: in... get to the center. When they
0: get to the center, and it's like, but it's not as even when they walk through the woods, it's not going off as much as it did at the gate. Yeah. So like as they're going further and further in, the radiation's getting less and less, and less on the Geiger meter. They run into this kid who's hunting rabbits. She tries to tell like, hey, if you eat that, you're gonna get sick. And the kid's like, no, it's all fairy tale. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's all bullshit. bullshit. It's not. That's not real. Here, I'll show you. Takes them to what basically looks like it might've been a nuclear reactor plant or yeah. some type of plant that's been shut down completely or whatnot. They get there. There is no radiation, at least not a whole lot. And she makes a comment of, Hey, there's like a little bit here and then it disappears. Yeah. And it constantly disappears. And that's when Kurt Russell's uh, son uh, character basically says, Oh, like it's being eaten. Cause we know these things eat radiation, right? Yeah. Cause he made a comment that he said that they think um, the atomic bomb is an, is an appetizer. Yeah. Um, so he, they end up going, uh, running their tests, which blows a bunch of explosions around to like get seismic reading to where like, boom, they have the evidence that they came there for. Yeah. But then they go snooping around some more and they literally find a nest of eggs.
1: A huge nest of eggs.
0: Which to us look like the Manulo eggs from the, from the first Godzilla movie. Yeah. Um, not, maybe not as much as, like, the salmon roe that it looked like, but it was like, all right, is that, like, that Menudo thing's eggs again?
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, so they go down. They end up going down there to get genetic samples of it. Um, the grandmother and uh, Kurt Russell's uh, son goes down there as protection. Um, but she's falling apart all over the place. Uh, so the other scientist lowers her down. Kurt Russell's, like, son goes down by himself on his own rope. Uh, she's grabbing genetic samples. Earth, the earthquakes kind of happening because they're seismic explosions, and the she's
1: eggs start hatching. hatching.
0: And they're um, they're not the Munudo thing. They're like giant cockroaches.
1: Yeah, which is super <laughs> gross.
0: And the effects on them are great because they look they look really realistic and oh. really well done. So uh, they're uh, trying to escape and like. The, sci- the weak scientist guy's trying to pull her up. Kurt Russell's kid's, like, climbing the rope himself, but, like, the bugs are climbing on each other, and they grab her. Yep, and
1: start climbing start on climbing her. Start climbing
0: on her, and the kid's trying to... The other scientist's trying to pull her up, trying to pull her up, trying to pull her up. Um, Kurt Russell Chris's tries kid, to help. Yeah, Russell's kid tries to reach out and grab her, um, but the kid drops the rope before he can grab her hand, and she just falls into this pile of bugs. that are, th- are newly born bugs that are there to eat her, basically, because they need to Yeah. As the ground crumbles and everything falls underneath them, because the big mother bugs probably showing up too, because all of the seismic activity and they're out by a nest. Yeah. So bugs hatch are probably eating her as they all fall. So that's how her their grand the grandmother died. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of where the episode ends. ends. Is at that point there's two more episodes that came out this week that we'll have to watch and we'll see how much further they jump in time. But it shows that like Monarch's been studying this stuff we knew since Skull Island since the sixties, but they've been sending out teams of scientists everywhere, and that's one of the things that uh, the girl noticed when she was in San Francisco is that when she, the bus fell, and she was being running back away from the damaged bridge, she saw the monarch soldiers out there taking readings and
1: taking pictures, st- pictures and, and studying
0: everything. And she put it as like, they look like they're there on a field trip, having the time of their life where it's like, all right, there's soldiers there. They're collecting evidence and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but they obviously weren't concerned about saving citizens. They were concerned about collecting the data that they wanted to get. Yeah. Uh, which makes monarch like this ominous federal government agency that like had, that, uh, has no has no uh, overseeing jur- jurisdiction over them. Mm-hmm. They can do whatever they want because they've proven what they're doing is real and has to be kept a secret, until obviously Godzilla and King of the Monsters show up. Right. Right. <clears throat> so it makes you really It reminds me a lot of like uh like X Files almost, but mm-hmm. instead being like a, a rogue two agents of a uh, federal agency, it's like here's a whole agency that's just kept secret. That's doing its own thing and is allowed to do what the fuck they want. Yeah. Because it's in the means of saving mankind and for the better off, but the greater good of everybody versus somebody nickel and diming them. Because like in uh, Skull Island, they were fighting for funding. Yes. But that funding is all kept secret about how they're getting it and whatnot. Um, and Kong, the Kong event basically proves that, hey, yeah. We're, we, we've
1: got we have a real a
0: titan here this is a real thing and then they get all the funding they need because by Kong versus uh, Godzilla Kong's been transported to a different island they have a whole facility there Monarch is this huge federal uh, government agency that can do whatever the fuck they want and we're kind of getting to see how they got there mm-hmm. and then what are their main goals because we never really find out what that is in the movies uh the sec- yeah, they're still so they're, secretive. Then they're basically so far what we know is that they're studying it except for in the second one. The mom goes rogue or uh goes rogue and king of the monsters and like no, I'm going to wake up the titans cuz they're the rulers of the world blah 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 basically fucks everybody by waking up uh waking up uh what's what's the three-headed dragon name?
1: Oh, um can't remember what?
0: the one that's actually an alien and not from from this earth that <laughs> yeah. basically was going to take over the planet she ends up waking him up in king of the monsters right um so great show if you like the godzilla universe this show is it's absolutely percent
1: for you and i am thoroughly enjoying it
0: yeah um we'll definitely catch you up with the next two episodes as we watch uh, next week when we watch them what anything else that comes out I don't know if they're gonna do one episode a week moving forward or they're gonna do three episodes yeah Uh, but they're all about an hour long so it's like at least three hours of television to watch um so very good very entertaining definitely suggest you watch it uh we enjoyed it quite a bit
2: Mm
0: -hmm. i'm excited to see kurt russell in it it's great that they some other people are noticing like these two people look alike
1: if you want like (laughs) a young version of an old man
0: start using their sons because when i heard like saw his name in the credits i was like oh, okay, he's also in this as well as his dad. That's cool. I wonder what character he's going to play. And then when it's like, oh, they're playing the same character. <laughs> cool. One's a younger version, one's an older version. That's absolutely yeah. what's happening here.
1: And it works so well.
0: Because
1: yeah. uh, he is the spanking image of his father when he was young. That's
0: like, oh boy. Yeah, if you don't know who we're talking about. Um,
1: it's uh, Wyatt. Wyatt Russell. Yeah.
0: He's in Episode of Black Mirror. He is the jock in uh Twenty Two Jump Street that, uh, what's his name? Uh, has like the the meat cute and the friendship with oh that, yeah 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 Jonah Hill gets all all jealous about.
1: And he was the new Captain America. and yeah, went in, when, in uh, Captain America Winter Soldier or Falcon Winter, Winter Soldier.
0: Soldier. He becomes the agent by the end of the show. Um, so he's been a few things. Check him out. He's he's done like small bit roles. He's. But he's done a very good job. It's yes. great to be, able, it'd be great to see him and his dad working on the same project, because um, he is a, f- a fairly good actor, um, and I think like him and one of their other kids are is possibly an actor. But um, Wyatt Russell's one that like has Russell's name. Mm-hmm. The other girl doesn't even have Goldie Hahn's last name; that she has a different last name, I think. Yeah, that she uses first stage stuff. But great sh- great show so far. If you love Godzilla, if you like Skull Island, King of the Monsters and Kong vs. Godzilla, this is definitely the show to watch until their next one, which is I guess again Kong v Godzilla was like something. Yeah, it was something uh that was teased before the strike and all that. I'm like they can't fight each other again. It has to be like them teaming up for something, something else. Something big. But they already took care of... Uh,
1: Mechagodzilla.
0: Mechagodzilla and Godira, who was the brain mecha Mechagodzilla in this universe. Yeah. Um, Mothra's already been in there. Mothra's an ally to Godzilla. So, I mean, I guess there's the giant turtle and a bunch of other Godzilla monsters they could fight.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> a whole list of Godzilla monsters.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, um, they haven't run out yet and they can obviously use more. Um, I have enjoyed all these movies. Hopefully, you have uh, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really enjoying the show. So, like, definitely check this out. If you have Apple TV, if you should. It's not sponsored or anything, but like, get a free. with uh, the whole thing's out, get a free trial and watch the entire show. Yes. Um, they do have some other great shows on there, like um, Head
1: Lasso. Head
0: Lasso is like three seasons of probably some of the best television you'll ever watch. Um, if you're into gaming. Uh, Mythic Quest is surprisingly really good Um, and almost has a little bit of that, like, comedy that's in uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, Because the guy uh, who plays Mac is one of the lead characters. Um, So definitely a fun show to watch. Um, But Apple TV does have some interesting things, so check it out if you can. Uh, If you already have it, watch the show with us and let us know what you think. Uh, You can always find us at the www.nerdcrusade.com. Find us on twitch.tv slash uh, the nerd crusade and on YouTube the nerd, the nerd crusade. Uh, I have a new job, so I'll be working a lot more, but I'll figure out what a streaming schedule is I can do once I have a stable schedule. But being a seasonal worker, who knows how that's going to work out because it's not as steady as they said it was going to be, or at least not as like here's the same schedule every week, it's been yeah. changing every other week. Um, so We'll get some more streaming up there. We'll uh, finally get uh, Alan Wake uh, to uh, play through and reviewed. Um, Phantom of Liberty completed, completely done, and <laughs> whatnot. Now that the game is completely uh, built, yes. Um, but other than that, uh, we'll definitely keep you up to uh, up to what's going on. In all these TV shows that we're watching. We'll get back to Invincible and um, S- Scavengers Reign uh, here as well too. Yep, as we have to catch up on that stuff. It's just some of these shows are like, they're almost all hour long episodes, and like *Scavengers of Rain* and *Monarch* are like, hey, here's three episodes. Hey, here's three episodes.
1: It's yeah, like, it's like
0: you're it giving me three hours of content. Yeah, there's all there's tons of stuff to watch. And yeah. Do. Okay, well, that's our show this week. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, I know most people listen on Spotify, so definitely like and subscribe there. Yeah. And feel free to come to our webpage and let us know what you think. All right. That's www.nerdcrusade.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye.